This is a Big MX podcast brought to you by X Brand Goggles, presented by Golden Tire, Tech One Designs, West Side Honda, TransCanada Motorsports, Roy Wharton Suspension Systems, and 204 Skate Shop. Motocross news from around the globe, but mostly between Emerson and Brandon. We're not experts over here, but we've got microphones. Check out BigMXRadio.com for more content. Welcome to the Big MX Show brought to you by Fly Racing, X-Brand Goggles, 204 Skate Shop, Tech One Designs, TransCanada Motorsports, Westside Honda, Roy Borton Suspension Systems, WUSA, as well as Golden Tire. I am your host, Brad Gebhardt, with me on the line, a guy who needs very little introduction, but I'll give him one anyway. He's the Rhino, Ryan Hughes. How's it going, Ryan? Uh, doing good. Doing very good. Excellent. Now, we've done a podcast with you before. We ran down a lot of uh, your professional career as well as uh, how you ended up getting into the uh, sports nutrition and training business. Uh, and that's a different podcast. This this podcast, this interview is all about Rhino Power Sports Supplements, Rhino Power Gym, and uh, how people can take advantage of those programs to better themselves both on and off the bike. Okay. Yeah, no problem. Absolute. So, um, Rhino Power uh, Global or Rhino Global Rhino Power Supplements uh, is into its about this year into about four or five years now. Uh yeah, we've been into uh, about four and a half years now. Perfect. And uh, six different products uh, that uh, basically they they work together and they can work separately to help an athlete uh, achieve that next level of fitness. Um, I'm going to want to start off with the, the carbo fuel. Uh, how often do you use it? What's its application? And how can someone benefit from a, a product like carbo fuel to uh, aid their uh, training regimen? Uh, well, the carbo fuel is just, you know, it's straight glucose. So you're getting, you know, your muscles need, you know, glucose, oxygen to run at their optimum. So, um, you know, so that that's one thing. There's a lot of products out there that have that same ingredient, but what ours is different is ours doesn't have any food colorings or any flavors to it. So, um, you know, it's pretty clean. It's kind of like race gas. Um, yes, there are people, and same with myself, would like the flavor to it. So we're going to be adding a carbo fuel with a flavor here shortly. So that'll Fair be enough. something to offer. But, uh, you know, the thing is, is uh, you know, for an athlete, they should be using it through the day of their race. Um, but if they're an athlete, that means they're training constantly. So for me, I always carry around a big water bottle or a jug of water, and in that jug of water we'll have a little pinch of Himalayan salt, uh, or Himalayan pink salt, and also a couple scoops of uh, carb fuel. Because I'm always sweating, I'm always doing something, I'm always, you know, on the go. So that kind of keeps my sustained energy up with the glucose, and then also, you know, the salt has a lot of... Uh, a lot of trace minerals that you don't find in other foods and other uh, things that you eat. Fair enough. Uh, how important is hydration uh, to any athlete's performance, uh, whether it be during the week, on race day, or uh, in, just in general, how to perform? Uh, hydration is the number one key. If that's, if, if, like you say, you can go a month, two months or without food. You can go about three days without water. So it's telling you how essential it is for you and everything in your body is made up of water. So that's the worst thing to do is to dehydrate yourself. And I think even just a couple percent of dehydration of the body will affect you mentally, physically, emotionally. And, you know, I noticed it, uh, um, I noticed it big time in myself. So you don't have to be an athlete. You just have to be a person because every, every athlete's a person. And so you can be behind a desk. You could be just a mom or whatever. And when you're dehydrated, well, now everything that you do is going to suffer because you're not, you know, you're not running at your optimum. So it's the same thing as a car. Fair enough. Some of your your peak athletes, how much uh, how much water are they taking in during the day? A uh, good rule of thumb is half your body weight in ounces a day. So if okay. you're an athlete, yeah, if an athlete actually you know you can drink more, but then there's also a point of where you just drink too much, and now okay. you start to dilute yourself and kind of just uh, you know just have almost a storage. So there's, there's a fine point, and uh, you know it's kind of you have to go off what your body says because there's many rules of thumb, but that first one of just Happy weight and body on for the day is a good one just to be, you know, that at least you're staying kind of at least topped off, I guess. 
Fair enough. Uh, as far as the motivation pills go, and I, I've I've uh, I've tried them myself. I've had the the race day package uh, of the the different pills that you can take, uh, and so, some I've I've gotten some reaction from some people. They say it's a little you get a little bit jittery. Uh, some people say that uh, that they really like the 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 feeling that it gives you a little bit of boost. Um, basically, what's the motivation pills uh, application? Uh, how often do you personally use it? And um, and what are some features and benefits of that particular product? Uh, well, the, you know, it has a lot of ginkgo in there and some guarana seed and, you know, things like that. That's what people are mostly feeling. There's other ingredients in there that uh, do the same thing, but those are the kind of ones that stand out. You know, the ginkgo is very good for concentration, so that's what a lot of people get is concent- a lot of good focus, concentration with it, and including myself. Um, you know, when you're teaching, coaching, and you're always on the go, you sometimes get ahead of yourself. When you're talking, thinking about what you got to do next and find something next, so you know it helps me a little bit, kind of focus. Uh, I've had a few people, and most of us that ride motocross, they have ADD, and I don't know how you can live in this world and not be a little bit ADD with having to do so totally. much at one time. So when people say that it's a bad thing, I don't necessarily say it is. It's somebody that can focus and maybe concentrate on many different subjects at one time and not just one. So maybe there's a benefit in it. But anyways, you know, that seems to help people have a little bit more, uh, I guess, being a little bit more steady uh, mentally. Um, The guarana seed is what you're feeling, and that is a natural caffeine. So it takes the body a while to metabolize that, and so that's why you get that sustained energy through the day where you can keep, you know, just feel like you can just go and go and go and go, and you're not looking for anything to pick you up like a cup of coffee or some sugar or anything like that. Um, You know, Everybody is different, just like I said before. So what works for one doesn't work for the other. Um, you know, some people take two, some people take one. For myself, I only, I only take one just because that's my body. But if, it, if you don't feel anything, well, then take two. So, <laughs> you know, and if yeah. you feel too much on one, then take half. It's just, you know, <laughs> we're not telling you exactly what to do. You have to, you know, there's recommendations, but you need to figure out what your body wants. Um, totally. You know, so that's that's a really good seller for us because everybody wants to have, you know, everybody needs energy, and they need energy to have motivation to go do something. So this isn't just energy because energy just is usually like coffee, caffeine that spikes the system and throws you on the ground, and then you're looking for more and same with sugar. This is gives you a motivation all through the day. Safe to say that you're not a coffee drinker then? Uh, I have coffee every once in a while. You know, I, I like the taste of it, so in the morning I might have a cup of coffee. Or, yep. you know, or tea or something. Just, you know, like a nice uh, warm beverage in the morning after I do my, my rituals. For sure. Uh, you are an early riser. Is that when you usually uh, take your motivation uh, pill? Um, For me, I'm not the type of person that takes something every single day. So okay. even, even it is my product, I, you know, some people need to have that. For me, I like to save it for... Uh, you know, for the for the days that I have a lot of work. So, you know, maybe three or four days a week that I have a lot of work. So I save it for that. So then my body doesn't just get so immune to it. Anything you take all the time, the body will get immune to it. So I like to, if I'm going to take something, I want to feel it. Not just go, oh, did I take that today or didn't I take that today? You know, so, you know, it's just that's the way I work, but everybody's different. For sure. Uh, as far as your your endurance product, um, this is something that I think a lot of racers uh, definitely struggle with. Endurance, Th- throwing down one lap is one thing, but uh, having that ability to uh, like the endurance to throw down that exact same lap or something close to it on a consistent basis for a long period of time over the entire moto uh, is something that a lot of riders struggle with. Uh, how does the endurance product uh, help in the training aspect as well as on race day? Uh, just like training, just like racing, you're always you're always uh, putting a hard effort into it, and usually for a duration of time. So when a hard effort is put in, then there's usually lactic acid buildup, that burning sensation. And if you're doing it for a long time, then you could be in, in, in endurance, more oxygen uptake in your body, and that's what that product delivers. That it helps buffer that uh, lactic acid burn when you're just pushing and pushing and pushing, and because that's when everybody usually stops, hits the wall, or becomes afraid to go any faster or harder because they've already feeling pain. You know, a lot mm-hmm. of people are good with feeling pain. You have to, that's also another uh, uh, another thing you have to work on. You have to learn, learn to suffer. 
and you know, suffering's like peeling an onion. It just you slowly peel it till you get to the point of where suffering doesn't really affect you. But so this product will help with that oxygen uptake, so you can kind of keep pushing, keep pushing, you know, because you'll be able to bring more oxygen into the body. And then at that point of pushing so hard, you're building up lactic acid, so it'll help buffer that. Uh, there's a lot of B vitamins in there too for good, you know, B vitamins are good for mood and things. But that is probably one of my favorite products that we have, especially now that, uh, you know, I do more cycling and also what I see from my son. So, um, you know, that, that's a, that's a big one. If you're not having that in your, in your program, you know, I think you're missing a lot. For sure. Uh, <clears throat> the next one on the list is your electrolyte um, uh, product. And I guess this goes right back to the hydration side of things. Uh, when you're using the, uh, the, the carbofuel or uh, what most people refer to as dextrose, uh, are you using this uh, electrolyte uh, product to basically uh, aid in that hydration to make sure that you are in fact topped up and um, uh, urinating clearly? <laughs> Uh, yeah, you know, that's the thing is having electrolytes because when you sweat, you know, you sweat them all out. You can get them from different foods, you can get them from different uh, products, but this is just, uh, you know, those, those days that you really put in an effort at a race or a bike ride or something that you're out there for, you know, uh, you know, a couple hours or it's a long day at the races, it's hot. All these things, these are just, you know, they're very good to take before a hard effort because there's a lot of, uh, you know, vitamins and curb minerals in there that will help cool the core. It actually actually keeps you a little bit cooler. So to speak. Okay. Sometimes you might not be feeling it, but, <laughs> you know, the scientist, the science behind it does. So, um, you know, those are another ones that I take. I take those before yoga because, you know, I do a lot of Bikram yoga. And, uh, and I take those before a bike ride, motor riding, even sometimes uh, the night before a race or not, not before a race, but the night before I have a hard, a long day. Anything like that. So those are kind of ones you can just make sure that your your electrolyte levels are topped off uh, the whole time. So those are another very good one for us. Um, you know, I can I can battle a lot of cramping with uh, taking those during a long bike ride or something. For sure. As far as temperatures go, obviously we're going into winter up here in Canada. It's a brisk minus 20 degrees Celsius outside. Uh, how does an athlete um, prepare themselves differently um Hydration-wise, for colder temperatures, like I guess maybe a cold uh, road ride in the morning. Well, I think I would just have a, ther- a thermal, uh, a thermal cooler, you know, a thermal um, water bottle with a cup of coffee in it. Okay, <laughs> fair enough. Yeah, <laughs> I do to keep myself warm. <laughs> I don't know about <laughs> the twenty Celsius uh, thing. Uh, There's yeah, I, that wouldn't work too well. I don't think. Uh, Drinking an ice cube doing that wouldn't be that fun either. <laughs> no, no, these are, these temperatures are, are not for the faint of heart, uh, but um, this, this is where we're from, so we deal with it. Uh, as far as protein goes, and protein is one of those things that literally everyone can add to their um, their program, whether regardless of what type of training they're doing to uh, help get them uh, get enough um, protein. If they can't do it straight through food, obviously food is probably the the best way to take in protein. But uh, first of all uh, ch- chocolate or vanilla for yourself, and uh, how uh, how how do you really measure uh, how much protein did you take in uh, via the um, the protein shakes? Um, yeah, so that is uh, you know definitely true that you know getting protein from a live source is probably the, you know the best way. But most people are on the go all the time, and most people don't have time to cook or have the energy to cook or whatever it is. So for me, you know, I do go through quite a bit of protein because I'm always on the go. I'm always doing some type of training, and I like to make sure I have a protein shake right when I'm done and stuff like that. So, um, you know, we just have come out with a brand-new protein that's um, all non-GMO, organic ingredients, uh, nat- all natural, not natural, I'll say, because natural could be fake too, but uh, I guess real ingredients of chocolate and vanilla. And you said, am I a chocolate fan or vanilla fan? And I'm usually always a chocolate fan, but now since we've come out with our new vanilla, I've turned into a vanilla fan also because it's so good. And I, I can't I can't be more proud of the product that we just came out with, of how clean it is, the performance of it, the taste of it. And um, so that is uh, something, you know, we're very, very excited about. Having everybody, you know, give it a try in the short future. 
Excellent. Now, uh, obviously, like, one of the common themes with uh, your products is these clean ingredients. These, like, you basically you you make sure that the the best ingredients are in your products. That's something you take pride in. Uh, how does the how is that translated into the production of the the products that you've had so far? Uh, as well, like based on a, a pre production and developing those products uh, in house. Uh, well, when you to me, you'd only put the best products in your products if you're if you're trying to to help people. And another thing, why would you put bad products in your products if you're taking it yourself? You get saying? So for me, I don't see yeah. why, why it's that. I don't see how that can be a hard decision being in a company of what product do I do? The one that is cheaper or the one that is more expensive because it's the best. Well, of course, the one that's more expensive because it's the best. And, you know, even if it's, I wouldn't say even price. I would just say always for the best. That's all we look for is the best ingredients, the cleanest ingredients, because that's the best way to sell your product is by performance, not just by, you know, uh, and performance usually goes by word of mouth, too. And not just by how big we are, look at us, this and that. So, um, you know, that that's the cool thing about us is that we can, you know, I always, anytime that we change something, come out with a new idea, a new product, which we're coming out with uh, a few years very shortly, um, I test it for a while. You know, I test it doing this, I test it doing that, I give it to my son, I give it to my, you know, my other training partners, this and that. We all kind of test it, see what we feel, um, ideas. I don't just go off myself, I go off other people's opinions also. And that's how we kind of come up with these, um, these clean products and um, you know that that's why I think we've had the success we've had because when people take it they kind of they really feel it it's not just you know a bunch of gimmicks I'm not in this thing to be a billionaire I could care less to do that I I just want to have <clears throat> a really solid company that really that people can truly trust them and if success comes from that then awesome if not then hey, at least I'm sharing another one of my passions is is, is clean living clean eating Absolutely. Uh, and those are, those are good values, 100%. Uh, the last one on the list, your sixth item is the recovery. And this one's a very popular one, especially with athletes who lead busy lives, who, uh, obviously, uh, you want to continue training. You want to continue being back into the gym, uh, to, to get those gains and, and make progress. Uh, how does the recovery product, uh, aid athletes to, uh, basically do what they do a little bit better? Uh, well, the, the recovery is just an, an amino acid breakdown that is very, very powerful. You know, so to speak, if you made a HGH one through uh, amino acid, so it would be absolutely kind of an organic, natural one. It wouldn't be a, a uh, you know a synthetic or anything like that. So through amino acids, which are which are natural, it would kind of resemble a HGH uh, breakdown. So. That is why I feel that we have such good results with it from people like Eli Tomac and Aaron Gwynn and, you know, and just many other products that those two just register in my mind because of the things that they've said in the past of, you know, they got done with a hard training day and they're just, just completely smashed where they almost couldn't, you know, walk much and they had to do some testing or something the next day and they're stressed about it. So they down like eight of these recoveries and the next day they woke up and feeling like, you know, brand new again, and so I just remember them saying that to me, and, you know, it's one thing if I feel something, but now when somebody that uh, is using it says it, it just kind of backs up my theory, you know, because again, like I would say, everybody's different, and if other people are thinking and feeling the same way I am, then I'm very confident about the product. I don't, like say before, I don't just go off what I say. I got to have a consensus of things, and then I trust what I'm feeling. Right on. So, uh, I gotta, I gotta ask, you work with some pretty high profile athletes and really it doesn't matter what, what level the athlete is. Everyone has the ability to feel results. Uh, what are some positive feedback that you've gotten from some of the athletes that you work with closely? Uh, I gotta imagine a guy like Eli Tomac who's been training a lot hard for his entire life with, of course, his historic father. Um, I got, like, uh, did when you started taking your product and, and, and uh, using the Rhino Power Gym uh, philosophies, uh, what was his reaction to it? Was he excited with uh, with what he got in return? Uh, yeah, I, the thing is, he was very excited. That's why you know they keep you know John Tomac is uh, you know a legend in the sport and trainer and done has done miracles with Eli, but that just uh, shows you know how much he trusts in what we're doing because every year they come back, you know. 
in this wintertime, they're always back here in my gym, you know, listening to what i got to say, you know, training them, getting them to that next level. And what they like the most is just the intensity behind it because it matched what they were doing and sometimes maybe even more intense. And so sometimes when you can train yourself at that level, then what you're doing on the motorcycle becomes quite easy. And, you know, because riding, when you ride the motorcycle correctly, it is actually easy. And so, you know, but you have to train the body to, to be able to handle those, those forces and whatever motocross is asking of you. And so being, you know, training the body correctly, keeping the right, uh, you know, the right, I guess, fuel in the body through the supplements and things, and then it's up to kind of the rider with their head. And that's a whole other uh, 10-hour conversation about, uh, you know, athletes' uh, minds because that's what holds about 98% of them back. So anyways, totally. uh, you know, so that's what they, you know, noticed about the most is just how much more is recovery. Um how much sharper he was at the track, um, and I guess how much more kind of, um, I guess just, uh, I guess quality energy through the race. You know, yeah, you can be fit, but then sometimes you can keep pushing, but your mind is starting to become, you know, you get to start getting a little bit, uh, not lightheaded, but uh, just lapse of concentration, you know, so that just, I just saw that everything just help them, you know, get that extra little bit because you're not going to make major differences in, in someone like Eli. You're going to make a little right. small. Now, now, when I work with these kids that I work with, I can get, you know, sometimes in one day, four seconds a lap off them just because there's so much to improve. And when they can improve, you know, a few things, you can make such big gains. And that's where, you know, getting taught the correct way from the get-go is so important. You know, with the top guys, again, you make little bit of gains. With the, with the guys that are just starting out or two, three years into their career, man, you can make massive gains by just teaching them the right way because we have so many kids coming into our sport, but no, but 1% of that 1% make it into the pro class. And then 99% of that 1% don't make it to the 450 class. It, mm-hmm. it, 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 people don't understand how hard this sport is. So if you're not trained, or taught the correct way technically, mostly technically on the motorcycle from the get-go, you're going to be hitting a lot of roadblocks. You're going to be hitting a lot of dead ends. And so it's so important to get taught the right way because there's going to come to a point where your technique is, your speed is too fast for your technique to handle. And when that happens, your speed usually flattens out or you start crashing a lot and getting injured. And at that point, probably 14, 15 years old is when most people leave the sport because of those two things. Hmm. Fair enough. Uh, is there one particular product that you have that you maybe it's your favorite one that the feel you get the most amount of benefit from, or is it all six in a combo working harmoniously? I would say it's you know it's all six. It's all six that that work you know great together. They complement each other. But right. you know, it's some that of course you're not going to feel a protein. You're not going to feel a you know an electrolyte. I guess, but like the endurance, the motivation. Um, you know, the ones that you can you can truly feel the protein, you know, again it's just you're gonna you're gonna see it by keeping, you know, your lean muscle mass on and uh and also, you know, it's just fun it's just fun to drink because it tastes good. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Nothing wrong with that. Uh I gotta ask, do you mix with milk or water? I usually just go with water. You know, I don't okay. really drink, don't drink really anything else in my life except water. You know, I'll have uh, maybe I, I drink a lot of kombucha, but yeah, uh, um, I don't drink anything else except I have a lot of juice, juicing, but uh, about it, everything's water. Fair enough. I actually remember a quote uh, from uh, my uh, younger days uh, from I think it was either in a magazine or my dad said that you had said it in an interview. Uh, if the clearer it is, the better it is for you. Yep, pretty much. But- Pretty much. Yeah, I mean, it's the same as gas. You know, the cleaner the gas, the better it is. So your body's made out of 75% water, uh, not milk, not not uh, Gatorade, not anything else. So you might as well be putting what, it, what it's made out of back in you. All right, guys. All right, guys. It's time for a commercial. Let's start off Let's start with start Tech, off one with Tech One Designs. Tech One Design is the one-stop shop for everything custom when it comes to motocross, 
or lifestyle in general. They've got apparel, t-shirts, both pit shirts and just casual shirts, graphics, over 24 semi-custom designs, obviously you can do a full custom kit yourself, two special editions and 19 different backgrounds to choose from. Tech One Designs has been doing this for a number of years, since 2010, been doing unbelievable graphics, you name it. Phone wraps, helmet wraps, neck brace decal wraps, anything custom, they can make it happen, and uh, they've been doing so for quite some time. Um, hit them up at tech1designs.com or email jamie at tech1designs.com to get started today. If there's one item to be picky about, it's choosing the right helmet. I'm Andrew Short, and I choose the F2 Carbon from Fly Racing. You too can wear the exact same helmet I wear, Trey Kennard wears, Jimmy Albertson wears, and many others. The F2 Carbon is a helmet loaded with details that make a huge difference in comfort and safety. Lightweight materials, phenomenal airflow, and a super comfortable sweat-absorbing liner and generous eye port design to accommodate any goggle choice are just a few. And did I mention how super trick these helmets look? Straight off the shelf and onto the racetrack. If you are looking for one amazing helmet, look no further than the F2 Carbon from Fly Racing. For more information about Fly Helmets and other products from Fly Racing, visit them on the web at flyracing.com. Make your way down to Westside Honda Polaris and check out the brand new Honda Grom. Honda's revolutionary 125cc fuel-injected mini-moto ultimate weapon. A must-see for all motocross enthusiasts. From the Grom to the usual suspects like the CBR600RR, CRF450R, Westside Honda Polaris of Suffolk, Manitoba has you covered. Check them out on the web at westsidehonda.ca. Call toll-free at 1-888-482-7782. Boom! Westside! What's wrong, Jeff? I don't know, Jay. Well, you better fuel up with a nutritious breakfast with Oats and Bran. Oats and Bran? I didn't think there was such a thing. That's what I used to think. Now, I start out every morning with a bowl of Amigos. For extreme kids like us. Epic's a racing man. But more than bikes, what Big Jeff likes is a fat bull. Amigos with Brand. Fat bull. Amigos with Brand. Oats for power. Brands for speed. Who that taste? What a delicious treat. Cereal Bees Emigos. That's what I call fueling for the big ride. Hey kids, start out every morning with a fat bowl. So, what do you think of Rich Taylor? Lighter than air and stronger than steel. So, what that means is it can move much faster. 2014 X Brand Goggles is back and better than ever. From the Scatter X, Volcano, and Phantom Goggle, X Brand has the product make you stand out on race day. The quality of X-Brand products is second to none. Great lenses, incredible frame, and a strap that doesn't wear out. Great tear-offs, zip-off systems, nose guard, and more. Check out eksbrand.com for all of the accessories and pricing. What's up guys? It's time to talk a little bit about Roy Borden Race. He's the performance specialist. Suspension, making a motor work, balancing a bike, or just maintenance. He's got the tools and know-how to make sure that your bike is ready on race day or practice. Roy Borden has strength in years of experience and the best technology and best tools at his disposal. Whether you're getting your forks redone, seals, or a full, full-blown rebuild on your forks or, or shock. Call up Roy Borton today at 204-633-2722. Fair enough. So at what point in your career did this uh, like fitness, nutrition, and all of these uh, elements that you've brought to the table uh, really like you start taking them seriously? 
Um, I took it serious from the get-go. You know, I, even when I was 13 years old, I trained as much as I knew how to train. I didn't, you know, it was not training now, but I'd, ride, I'd run, you know, a mile or two miles and come home and I'd lift some weights and do these things. But, you know, again, I was always interested in being better. And it was just not even really an interest. It was just a, it was, it was just, I don't know. It just, it's me. It just, I have the ability to always look at something and how do I make it better. So I just keep continuing. And with that, you know, got more interest, got more knowledge of, of what I'm doing. And there's a lot of times that I have failed and, and learned a lot and probably learned the most. So, you know, so through the ups and the downs and and then the, you know, the continuation of of riding, racing, training, you know, has gotten me to this point. You know, I don't think it's ever kind of just, yeah, I guess for some people it's just like this year I started. You know, it's always been in me, you know? Mm-hmm. Fair enough. Um, I actually got talking with uh, your your old mechanic Chad Watts, who's uh, back on the program. Sounds like you're gonna be sending him some product to uh, get back into fighting form. I know he, uh, Chad was always known to uh, have uh, quite the gnarly physique as a as a uh, as a mechanic. Did the two of you work out together quite a bit? Uh, not really. You know, he he was. Uh, I think at that point we kind of we were going our different ways, and. Okay. What his mindset was was you know he wanted he didn't wasn't an wasn't racing or doing anything athletic so he just wanted to be fit and and look good and you know feel feel strong but, but for me that didn't that wouldn't have matched what he wanted to do and what I wanted to do but we were we were going different directions at that point he was working for somebody else and I was had somebody else working for me so uh, no nah. I, I usually just I usually do my own thing you know if, if people yeah. want to people want to come train with me they can come train with me but if not then I do it myself. I actually like, like to train by myself. Really? I actually, I'm very much the same way. I know that some people, they, they need to have that partner with them to go to the gym. Some for spots, some for just having a companionship. Uh, I like to just get in the zone and, and do my own thing. If I need a spot, I'll ask from someone for one. But for the most part, uh, like just basically uh, put your head down and go for it. Um, as far as rhino power gym uh how did that start to develop i know like obviously over the years you've developed knowledge and expertise and now you've looked to, to pass that on to uh to other athletes um is it specific to moto in general or uh can anyone um basically take in a program to uh to make it useful towards them well the site is definitely you know motocross uh you know motocross oriented i guess um so yeah, it, it's pretty much based on that. But anybody can go and look at the workouts that we have on there and, and learn from them and go do them in the gym and see amazing results because most everything we do is functional movements and most every sport that you do or any activity you do in life is a functional movement, just like uh, getting into a car. It's a one-legged lunge with a pull, with a twist, with a squat just to get into a car. So why would you even do something that's on, on a machine, you know, or so much even a bench? You know, life, life isn't stuck to the ground, so I feel that you need to be training, you know, in many different ways unless you're rehabbing an injury or you're trying to build maybe one specific part of your body. So anyways, um, so they can learn from that. They can learn from the stretching. It's all videoed and explained. We have yoga uh, from one of my um, Bikram yoga teachers uh, uh, put uh, 10, 12, different movements on there also, and they can learn from that. The uh, nutrition and recipes on there, they can use that to, you know, to, to help their nutritional needs and things that way. So, yeah, there's many things on there that they could use, and the only thing that they wouldn't use is the motocross part. So I guess, uh, what, three out of the four segments in there, uh, four or five segments in there they can use without just the, the motocross part. But the reason sure, I... Like, the reason I uh, kind of brought that up was that, um, or, or made run up our gym, is to be able to teach people that didn't have the money to get a trainer or didn't maybe have trainers around them or didn't have the time to come out this way to train with myself. So I made that where people could at least just have the first step. And that, that's the biggest thing is just getting the first step. You know, people get these trainers and this and this and this. I'll just take the first step, and the first step is becoming becoming the training, you know, not not anything else. Is that this has to become you, where 
there's no question. There's no things that you put before it. There's no excuses. There's no, you know, uh, motivated and unmotivated and motivated and unmotivated. No, it's consistent because it's you. Because and that's what people have to do to make this a lifestyle. You know, people always, people ask me now, what you know, what do you do? What's your goals? This that. And I, you know, I don't kind of I kind of went after what I wanted to get after. And now the only thing I do is I chase feeling good. And myself chasing feeling good is my yoga, my cycling, my gym, my riding my motorcycle, my hiking, you know, yoga, or meditation, just things that make you feel good because that's going to last a lifetime. You know what I mean? And so that's what totally. start making this, this, this training or this working out or this moving movement to make it, you have to make it a lifestyle. You have to make it where it lasts your life and it's not just on for a month and off for a month, on for a month and off for a month. There's so many people do that and they just haven't been able to just almost kind of, uh, not to admit, but um, I don't know what I'm looking for, but. Uh, it's a lifestyle. Yeah, you know, just, I mean, to just, yeah, kind of just let go to almost to surrender that, hey, this is what I need to do. Because when you turn, yep. when you turn about my age, 40, 45, 50 right in there, you know, I'm 41 right now. Um, that's a turning point, man. And if you aren't on top of the game, it's hard to get in the shape after, to me, after like 45, 50, if you haven't done it, you know? So sure. like that's where, you know, you have to make it a lifestyle so then that it continues the rest of your life. 100% actually. It's one of those things where like I myself love to go to the gym. I love the feeling being at the gym. And above all, I love the feeling walking out of the gym. Like that feeling where everything's just, I don't know, it's just positivity, it's energy, it's it's something un- undescribable. And uh, for those who don't understand that, I just feel, I, I feel bad for them not to be able to do that because it's a great way to uh, blow off some steam as well as better yourself physically. So um, um, what, how would you motivate somebody or how would you help motivate somebody who maybe um, doesn't quite understand that uh, way, of, way, of, way of living? Well, I just, I just have to, like I said, just have to teach them to make this training them or this, this working out them by not being a commander, but, but by being a, you know, kind of a, a helper, you know, and understand that they don't have the motivation and they don't have the work ethics and stuff that you do and what you expect. So that's the big thing is getting that mind to say, okay, this is what I'm going to do. Then getting that body or that, that feeling of going, wow, I like that feeling. And, I, and teaching them how to chase that feeling. You know, chase that feeling. Don't chase a result. You know, if, if you always chase a result, you're usually going to be let down. If you always chase, chase an expectation, you're usually going to be let down. If you always chase a goal, most people are going to be let down. Some can, can finish it, but not most. So my biggest thing is go chase that feeling, that feeling of what you feel when you walk out of the gym or done with a bike ride or done with yoga. And again, it doesn't have to just be the gym. It doesn't have to just be a bike. It can be yoga. It can be bicycle riding. It could be running. It could be gym. It can be doing all these different things. And so when you go chase that feeling, then there's never, to me, I don't know, you never, because once you get to that goal, then what? Because you see so many people, they get to the goal, and then they almost kind of just stop. They give up because they didn't have the goal. Well, everything comes to an end, but that feeling that will last forever if you're always just chasing it, trying to get, trying to make you feel as best, as good as you possibly can, mentally, physically, and kind of emotionally, because right now, all over the world, we're all over the place. So that is so much balance, and it's not just working out. It's also working in. You know, who are you? What makes you tick? Why did you get to this point where now you have to train? You know, what, what's holding you back? What emotionally is holding you back? Because, you know, it's not just that they're lazy. You know, there's something, there's something that's causing them to be this way, if, if you get right. what I'm saying. Or motivated, yeah. motivated, motivated, unmotivated. Well, there's something deep in there that's causing that, where they can't just, you know, be consistent. So that's my biggest thing is, you know, I've had some people like that. And I just try to teach them how to go chase, chase that feeling, man. Chase that feeling of feeling good because there's nothing, there's nothing on earth like it. You know, you can yeah. take this drug and that drug and you can do this and you can do that. But, you know, the valley is much deeper than the peak is high. You can go chase this money, go chase that fame. You can go chase, you know, this this goal, whatever. But everything comes to an end. Then what? 
but that feeling of feeling good and feeling happy never ends. Always there. Absolutely. And that's a deep thought. Um, appreciate that, my friend. That's uh, basically for, for a lot of those who can't put that feeling into words, I think you're just uh, able to do so, which is a rare thing. Um, as far as uh, like when like a, an athlete who comes to your program, who, who takes you up, at, whether it be a, a personal training in person or approaches you through Rhino Power Gym, uh, what happens to a racer when they, he or she is physically and mentally prepared for battle? Uh, when they, when they come work with me? Yeah, like, what, what, what happens to an athlete's performance, their approach, everything, once they are prepared and, uh, and physically and mentally, uh, equipped, uh, to take on the task? Uh, I'll just make it pretty simple. They, they, they leave me faster than they ever were. Kind of simple. Yeah. I can, I make people fast. Right? I'm not, I'm not a person that wants to train somebody forever. I want to fix your mistakes, fix your imbalances, get you, point you to the right direction, and pat you on the butt and say, now it's up to you. That's, what I, That's what I do. That's excellent. And I think that, everyone would be interested in that. Yeah, I don't want to be, I don't want to have to hold your hand for, for a year or anything like that. Let me come, let me fix you, let me help your imbalances, fix your weaknesses, point you in the right direction, send you off. And then come back later on, tune up, tune up things that way, and uh, that's kind of how I work. That's how I work. But when you work, when you focus on nutrition, you focus on uh, the training aspect of being stronger, more stable, more coordinated, more efficient, uh, better cardio, more intensity. You focus on the riding of technique because your speed is only good as your technique allows. You focus on the other side of, you know, the, the flexibility, the mobility, so when you do crash, you know, hopefully bend, not break. Uh, you focus on the, the, the mind, because the mind is your worst enemy. And when you focus on all those things, you hit all those points, you can't help but improve. So too many people focus just on one or two things. They just focus on going fast, or they focus on, you know, just uh, one type of training like a bicycle. And you kind of, to me, just, uh, you're cutting yourself short. And when you focus on all these things, it's, it, it, you can't help but improve. It, it's very easy. Very easy. There's not one person that's come through my door that I have not made faster, and it's only by teaching them all these little things. Not by pushing them any harder, just by teaching them things and working on their imbalances and, uh, you know, kind of showing them the direction. Absolutely. Uh, when it comes to injuries, uh, how does being physically fit, strong, flexible, all the uh, correct elements um, affect being like basically sustaining and recovering from injuries? And maybe if you could give uh, an example, because uh, we know you've uh, you've had to battle back from quite a bit. Yeah, I would say almost every motocrosser is you know strong enough to take a hit. What the problem is, they're not flexible enough. And they're not, um, you know, they don't have enough mobility in them to be able to hit the ground. Also, they're strong enough in certain in certain movements of what motocross does, but then they're not strong in other movements of where you could land when you crash. So this is what's so good about yoga. And I tell everybody, if you're going to race a motorcycle, you need to be doing yoga because this will help all the stabilizer muscle through your spine, through your joints, uh, take out imbalances and weaknesses of what motocross brings. Take out tightness, stiffness, and immobility from riding a motorcycle or being in the wrong technique or not rehabbing an injury and things like that. So that's where I feel that most people go wrong is that they're just they're just not mobile enough, and that's coming from experience because I never stretched and never did anything like that. So. And when I was racing, just because we didn't really have people kind of, you know, pointing us in the right direction. And uh, and sometimes you just get into the mindset of, like I said before, just, I got to work out, I got to work out, I got to train, I got to work out, I got to work out. But hold on, what about working in? What about working in a little bit and, and, and working on these things that are a little bit slower and almost a little bit more? And when you do these stretching, you do this yoga, you'd be amazed at what it does to you mentally, what it does to you, to you emotionally. And then when those things are calm, 
well, then the body is going to be calm because the mind controls the body as the breath controls the mind. So when you learn to breathe and do these things, you know, you can, you can, you can be the master of yourself. You can be the master of your mind, not just a slave of it. And so I know I always go off on tangents, but uh, it all, it's just all interlinked. You know what I'm saying? It's just all sure. interlinked. Absolutely. Uh, as far as like, um, like the yoga, that's obviously something that you have uh, brought into your own program. You work on it with uh, some of your athletes. Uh, is it safe to say that if Rhino Power Gym, uh, if there was someone else that was doing your program back when you were an athlete, how much would you have benefited or what maybe would you have been able to achieve uh, if there was a program uh, like your own uh, implemented back then? Uh, I would probably have a couple. Uh, there would be a few people that didn't have as many wins or many championships, I would say. Fair enough. Probably- that would happen because I did it all completely wrong, and uh, I just I just worked hard. I just worked harder than the next. That's all we knew. If you work hard. That's all. You know, that's all you need to do. Now it's a lot more specific now. So, so I don't I don't train you the way I used to do it. I train you better than the way I did it. The only thing that uh, I'm doing to you is my focus, my 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 determination, my my intensity, you know, the will, and and stuff like that. But they're teaching you much better than the way I did it. So as far as uh, bad habits that now that some riders come to you with or, or some like some bad tendencies with training, uh, what are some of the most common uh, problems that you see with uh, current programs or, or riders who have basically just kind of gone about it themselves? Uh, is, it, is it the overtraining or is it just training without direction? Uh, it's all about it's down to technique. It doesn't matter how fit you are. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter anything. It matters how you find, how you can ride that motorcycle. You know, there, there's mm-hmm. people out there that are super fit, but the guy who isn't that fit but is super talented is who sets the fastest time in the TPTF practices all the time. Time practice, Corsell. But why can't he take that speed for a duration of time because he's not fit? So first thing first is you have to know how to ride that motorcycle fast enough to be able to win. And if you don't, if you can't ride that motorcycle fast enough to be up in the top three or winning, well, shouldn't that, why work on, why focus on just being fit? Fitness will come. The only thing you have to do is consistent with that. Getting speed is very difficult. So you have to be, you know, you have to be riding that motorcycle the correct way. You have to be in the right position and you have to hold onto the bike the right way. Be one with the bike, stabilize the bike. All these different things. There's so much to it to be fast and it's all about positioning. It's all about positioning. Every sport on earth is about positioning. And I just see people riding flat-footed, toes pointed out, knees going forward, butt tucked, rounded back, you know, all these different things. And there's there's no way on the hell you can ride a motorcycle flat-footed and with your butt tucked and your back rounded. It's impossible. But you see that, and then you see that a lot with neck braces. Their knees are in front of their shoulders because they can't be up in the strongest, most stable, most coordinated position. So they have to put their upper body in the back back of the bike where is the most dangerous place to be on the motorcycle with the upper body in the back of the motorcycle and just to see up and that's where I, I feel like we're seeing a lot of uh, crashes and injuries and stuff like that but there's a big movement out here in California that you know people are ripping those things off because they see that uh, you know there's no really true benefits of it there's no scientific research of, 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 of if they're going to save you or not you know so right so it's all down to technique you know training Training, you know, most people maybe like myself overtrain just because you want it too bad, you want it too much. But again, what's holding most people back, I'd say 98% of the people, is technique. Well, mm-hmm. and then and then and then put mind on top of that too, another 98%. So. <laughs> Very, yeah, the other the other ninety eight percent. Let's talk a little bit about technique. I know, like the things you just mentioned, uh, I'm starting to think of my own particular style, and I may may or may not do a few of those things that I'm going to have to start cutting out. Um, first of all, uh, what are some of the most important elements uh, that you try to um, basically promote or in- encourage uh, riders to uh, correct with their uh, their technique, as as well as um, how do they how do they benefit the rider um, on on the different levels that they pertain to uh, okay very quickly um so you, you control the motorcycle at your feet at the lowest point possible from bike to ground closest to the rear wheel just like the motorcycle all the weight is down low the more you put weight down low on the motorcycle the better it handles the foot pegs are at the lowest point of the motorcycle 
and they're in the middle of the motorcycle. So you want to be on your toes because on your toes you have a little bit of movement from the first point of contact, just like the motorcycle. First point of contact from uh, bike to ground is your wheels. What comes from your wheels is suspension, movement, softness. So the first point of contact when standing on the bike is your feet. What you come from your feet, softness. So whatever is coming from the track going to the bike going to you is now met with softness, not met with stiffness being flat-footed. And when you're on your toes, you're putting your weight towards the rear end of the motorcycle where all the horsepower traction and uh, you know most of your big crashes come from is that rear wheel. So when you control the bike at your feet, not at your knees, and if you do at your feet, you clip at your ankles, you will at your knees. So you can control it at your knees, but not at your feet and poke those things out. But if you're controlling it at the knees, look how high you're up. You're two feet too high. You're up by the gas tank, you know? So now that you control the bike at your feet, you come up, your knees bend at the hips. The hips should be pointed out like you're going to hit a baseball, like you're going to shoot a basketball, like you're going to squat, sit on a chair. Um, and every sport on earth, has this positioning. So when your hips are out, that allows your upper body and lower body to have movement in between them, just like the motorcycle does from front end to rear end. There's two, there, the motorcycle's one, but it's two. It has a front end and has a rear end, and but it has separation, has separation up, up in the front. So the body needs to do the same. So from the hips to the feet or for the rear end of the motorcycle, the hips from the head or for the front end of the motorcycle. And so when that back end goes side to side, what do you want to do? You want to keep your handlebars straight. So the only way to keep your handlebars straight is to have movement in the body like you see with Bubba. So if you look at Villapoto, feet. If you look at Bubba, hips, butt pointed out. Now the next one, where do you stabilize the bike? You stabilize the bike in your core because all four extremities are coming from your core. Your core reacts a couple hundred hundreds of a second before your extremities react. So when uh, that core isn't there to be stable, then everything is into your arms. And if everything's into your arms, your arms are going to be tight, and you're in, then you're going to exaggerate everything that that motorcycle does. Every front and tuck, wash, twitch, whatever it is, is now going to be exaggerated because it's met with stiffness. So when your chest is up and your hips are out and you're on your toes, your arms can relax. And then when your arms can relax, then you allow the bike to do what it needs to do, and that's usually come to you and away from you, or have a little bit of a wash or a little bit of a tuck. That front end is moving around at all times. So at the highest point of the body, at the arms, you need to be the loosest. At the lowest part, part of the body, at the feet, you need to be the tightest. And then again, up there with your eyes, you need to be looking ahead and being able to give your body time to process what's coming up. So those things there is what I look at on a motorcycle race. Fair enough. Now, let, let, so in closing, uh, Rhino, uh, how can uh, riders, uh, if they're interested, if they're excited about the both the supplements and the Rhino Power Gym, how do they get in touch uh, with uh, the company? Where do they go to get information uh, other than uh, uh, listening to this podcast? Of course, yeah. they'd be at the end by now. But anyway, um, but uh, how do they get in touch with you? How do they uh, um, benefit from you? Uh, you can go to the Rhino Institute and send an email, uh, give a call, and, um, you know, we'll, that we'll give you guys a call back or answer the phone or email back, whatever it is. But if they, have in, uh, information, if they need information, it's on that website. If they need information about the gym, well, go to rhinopower.com. That's the gym. If you need information about the supplements, go to rhinopower.com, and that is the supplements there. So um, uh, my training is Rhino Institute. Uh, Rhino Power Gym and Rhino Power. And those are places that you can find all the information you need. Excellent. Well, we thank you again for taking some time with us uh, this afternoon. Uh, you get back to the rest of your busy day, and we appreciate you taking some time. All right, man. Appreciate it. Thank you for listening to the Big MX Podcast, brought to you by X Brand Goggles. Be sure to check out our archive for episodes you may have missed. Check out our website at bigmxradio.com for more content.